are back, Demiros. Back at it again. We are. Back at it's, it. been, it's, been, it's been a little while. Lots changed. Nah, maybe not. Uh, yeah, it's it's not it's November much. now. That <laughs> changed. Month changed. Oh yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it's mumber. <laughs> mumber. It's mumber. <laughs> it's, it's Monday, in November. Uh, the the skies are dark at 5 p.m. Welcome to the almost winter. Uh, we're it's here. Pretty much winter pretty tomorrow. Much. Tomorrow is the solstice? No, it's or no, just no, it's December. supposed to snow a fuck ton tomorrow. Well, we're going to have a white Thanksgiving, everybody. Yep. Uh, all right, well, that'll be fun to deal with. But we are here. We're going to have some beers in the meantime to get through that pain. Absolutely. Uh, we have four New Glarus beers. We, it's part three of New Glarus. Is there third. a third? Yeah, because we Glarus did. episode? First ever episode was New Glarus, of course. Yes. And then we drunkenly did stum- stumbled through a Spotted Cow Mo- Moon Man review. That's right. And then we've got uh, we've got four new ones that, um, all I mean, I've had them now. Well, except for, except for one of them. I, I, but I've uh, I've never had before, so. I think I've only had one of these as well. Uh, so this will be interesting. I, it, yeah. One of them, I, I, I kind of heard of like all I, I knew about all four beers except for this one. Well, and we will get, we'll get into that. that, yes. But first, Rob, it's been a hot minute. Can you tell people where they can reach us on social media? Yeah, download Untapped if you haven't already. De Beer Bros is our username. Email us to beerbros at gmail.com. Listen to the past podcasts on Apple, Spotify, Anchor, and Google Podcasts. Twitter at Beer Bros one Instagram to Beer Bros Pod. Like and follow the Facebook page if you haven't already. And as always, check out those past quarantine episodes and beer racket videos on YouTube. Absolutely. So, uh, we've already done... The, if you want to hear New Glarus' history, yeah. scroll all the way back through 100 or something episodes. You might even be able to search it. Uh, I, I, is that a feature? Is there a search bar? Like, on maybe in Spotify. Uh, maybe. Don't quote me. Don't, don't quote us, uh, but... You could you can go back or you can just look it up online if you want. Yeah, uh, it's probably more concise that way. Uh, but yes, we did we did the the history on the first episode. We're not going to get back into that. So our four beers today from uh, from New Glarusburg we have Bubbler, their Hefeweiss, uh, and then we have Scream uh, Imperial IPA. This one's new for me. Uh, Never heard of this one. And then we have Fat Squirrel, a brown ale. Uh, and then New Glarus's Strawberry Rhubarb, a uh, fruit ale. So quite the array of flavors we got going on here. Um, I'm interested to see how you like some of these. I'm very intrigued. Uh, you know, some of these, uh, I already, like, they're, I feel like they're pretty seasonal. So I guess we'll see how they translate to this kind of weather. Absolutely. Uh, well, let's jump right on to our first one, eh? Yeah. Uh, let's get to Bubbler, the Hefeweiss from New Glarus. Uh, you going to crack that? I'll crack that. I'll crack this one if you want to read. Yeah. Suit stride, toe skip, heels click, stacato expedition rhythms, labor and workers. So read this one. Uh, and shoppers alike pause to share downtown bubblers on Wisconsin blocks. Give that one a second. <laughs> the bubbler Hefeweiss you hold in your hand sparkles with a democratic spirit combining... Wisconsin wheat alongside European Pilsner malt. Choice American hops partner with imported hops. Even yeast blend together in our open-top fermenters. 100% naturally carbonated and hazy. Expect this living beer to pour an exuberance. Effervescent gold. Bubblers beat in our hearts. It's a Wisconsin thing. I feel like all of theirs ends with it's a Wisconsin thing. Is that their slogan? 
must be. But for those who don't know, uh, a bubbler in Wisconsin is a drinking fountain. Really? Yeah. I don't know why. It's called a drinking fountain. Exactly. They always have to come up with something. I'm not gonna. Stupid I'm not gonna wage it. war with uh, Wisconsin today. Four <laughs> uh, percent ABV on this podcast. one. Yeah, <laughs> that's a whole different. Four percent uh, ABV on this one. So very nice and light. Uh, oh well, I guess that would make sense. The bubbler. This looks like the girl is drinking out of a water fountain. Right. Right. <clears throat> and, and they talked about the sparkles in in the description. Yeah. Literally, her dress, her dress is, is sparkles. Is sparkling. Interesting. Very cool. Yeah. I like the I like the uh, the the little lettering. the font. Yeah. Yeah. Or, yeah. It's yeah, good, good font. looking font. They, um, kind of like folk ish. Yeah. Like a folk yeah. story ish. Very very on brand for New Glarus. Yeah. Uh, let's take a look at the beer itself though. A very steady stream of bubbles on this one. Yeah. Um, like champagne esque. Yeah, I would say that, or kind of like pilsner esque. Um, I got a nice little foam head. Yeah, very yeah, yours. Pillowy. Yeah, yours got a very, very strong foam head, but I mean, it stays very strong. Yeah. Obviously, with all those bubbles, that's going to help a lot. Uh, if you want to get that smell there, a lot of Ooh. very strong clove oh, that smells smell. So good. Uh, <clears throat> very bready and weedy. Yeah, uh, very reminiscent of a Allagash White. Yeah, I would, um, I would agree with that. Maybe uh, I, you don't get like the coriander, I guess I would say, but you know, it's more kind of clove uh, and wheat. Yeah, I don't know what coriander it. is, and I'm a little too afraid to ask. <laughs> uh, I believe it's some kind of, well, it's like a spicy... It's like a wooden ship? Or zesty citrus smell. We'll have to find some. I think so. Or is that, is that something else? I know there's something in Allagash that has that, but... Well, uh, this is <laughs> Allagash. This is Bubbler. Uh, there's only one way to find out on that. Cheers. Cheers. So you you have had this one before? I have. So I don't. Wow. I don't know if like Friday when I drank this was the first time or if I've had it before. It's very possible I have, but this seemed new to me. I don't think I've ever okay. seen this before. Uh, I really liked it the first time I drank, it, and I'm liking it again. It's a very good half. It's uh, incredibly bananae, more bananae that I remember it. Uh, but it's it's. Just very smooth, very crushable, very, very refreshing. Yeah, and again, I mean, four percent like that is what you're expecting, right? Um, and I think with that like kind of foam head too, I think that helps maybe kind of like edge it out a little bit. Um, gives gives it that more kind of creamy. I was just gonna say, gives a little creaminess to it. Yeah, very, very good. Interesting. Like um, yeah, it's definitely definitely leans much more on the banana taste if you're not like a if you're not a Hefeweizen fan that like, that is like a banana taste, yeah. you're probably not going to yeah. like this one. Right. But right. if you're a fan of Hef, like this is uh, this is this is a very good beer to get. I feel like there's it's like it's deceiving. You know, I, I don't really get much banana on the smell. No. It's more like weedy and bready, and once you drink it, it's like very banana-y. I even get a little tartness on the aftertaste actually like with this. You can get a little bit, but yeah, I definitely, I mean, definitely the key tasting is banana. Yeah. Um, yeah, you don't get much of that clove or bubblegum taste like you no. get in some others. Um, so obviously your mileage will vary, but Rob, if you were to pair this with something, what would you pair Bubbler with? Uh, just because it's so light and, um, and I, I don't think it's going to weigh you down. I really think you could pair this um, with any kind of meal. Um 
I'm going to go with, actually, we, I just had one this weekend. Uh, we picked up a honey-baked ham oh. from the honey-baked ham place or whatever. I don't know. I don't, Never I'm not, had? I'm not one that really not seeks out. Guy? I like ham on, like, sandwiches. I don't okay. I don't seek out ham. Okay. Uh, I feel like this, uh, we kind of did a little, like, uh, Thanksgiving-type dinner with my, my side of the family because we don't see them this year on Thanksgiving. Uh, so, you know, we had mashed potatoes, sweet potatoes, yep. green bean casserole, and the honey-baked ham uh, from the honey-baked ham shop. And I, I feel like this beer would go perfect with that just because it's a very that's a very hearty meal, and yep. I don't think the beer is going to weigh on you too heavy. Yeah, hearty. and complement some of that honey type of flavor with the ham. Yeah, the honey, you're going to get a little bit more of a sweet yeah. flavor to that. So, right. yeah, I definitely think those do complement each other. Just sure. the, It's not that this beer is overly sweet. No. But it's you know it, it, it helps accentuate that in anything. Um, yeah, I mean yeah, anything kind of like glazed with like a. I mean honestly, you could kind of do this with like pastries. If I'm being Ooh, completely honest. Um, like if you if you got yourself like a. I didn't like think a, that route. Yeah, like yeah, I think you could do like a like a, a, a dessert route with this beer. Okay. Uh, just because it is so light, like it's kind of and, and that taste is very. Excuse me again. It's little, like a sweet, little bubbly. Um, <laughs> that sweetness kind of helps accentuate everything. So, sure. Um, I'll go with like a, like a cinnamon roll with like the like the gl- okay. like a glazed cinnamon roll. You know, like yeah. kinda like a coffee roll from Dunkin' Donuts, something like that. Maybe if you want to go a little a little nicer than that. Interesting. Uh, but yeah, like the, just because that 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 glaze, I think would go really well together. Okay. Um, Interesting. Banana bread also will work. Yeah. Okay. We all know Rob loves banana bread. Keeps it in his pocket at all times. Always time. <laughs> uh, Rob, time of year wise, what are you? When are you best enjoying bubbler? It's kind of tough. I, I I don't know if there's really a time of year specifically for this beer. I really could drink this in the summer. I, I don't think it would, uh, um, you know, like kill you in the heat. Uh, no. you, you could drink it in the fall as well. Optimally, I guess. Uh, Maybe somewhere in between, maybe spring months, uh, just because, I mean, it is, it's a very light beer. It's very easily adaptable. Mm-hmm. Maybe I wouldn't drink this in the winter just because, you know, I kind of look for more of a warmer type of type of beer to curl up with, but uh, I'll go springtime. Springtime. A little chill in the air still. So. Um, yeah, I, I'm going to go fall. Uh, I, I, I feel like Hefeweizen's, in general, are best suited in the fall. Like, you're still able to go outside and have a fire or something like that. Um, you know, just maybe a good, like, kind of just sitting out, enjoying the crisp fall air beer. Uh, maybe you don't even need a fire. Tailgate, but maybe? Tailgate. Uh, I don't normally lean Hefeweizen's when I tailgate, okay. but you could certainly do it. Um, but yeah, I, I, I'd absolutely go with... Uh, I would go fall on this one. Okay. That's the optimal time. Rob, what are we scoring this? Do you want to tell people the scoring rubric? Yes. Before we... Let me go through it real quick. Zero to one is sip, sip, dump. It's just very, it's absolutely undrinkable. You take one sip and you're like, that's not a beer for me. Uh, one to two, if it's free, you know, like a Bud Light, it's the only mm-hmm. beer around. You're at a party, that's the only option. Uh, two to three, one and done, not that great. Uh, it's just, it's a one time experience. You, you just can't do it again. Uh, three to three point five, one and done, but would get again. Maybe it doesn't match up to the season. Yeah. Um, but it's still a solid beer. Uh, 3.51 to 4 would get again better on tap. Pretty easily explainable. Uh, I mean, or self-explanatory. You know, we Joe and I always mention a lot that we 
uh, like to try this beer on tap. Uh, 4 to 4.99, all reliable. Uh, and then five, top tier, perfect beer. For me, it's Guinness. For Joe, it's Antagor. Yes, indeed. Uh, Rob, with that knowledge, what are you scoring? Bubbler from New Glarus Brewing Company. I definitely want to try this on tap. I don't know if it's all reliable territory just because there's a lot of banana type flavor flavor in it. Um, so I'm just going to go a notch below at 3.91. Yeah, um, yeah. I think with that strong banana flavor, your mileage will vary. Um, but I, yeah, I would absolutely love to try this one on tap. I feel like you're going to get even more of that like fresh taste from it. Um, but this is one that I think if you buy a six pack of you're probably going to get through two and be like, all right, like I kind of want to drink yeah. something else. Uh, I think that's kind of with a lot of Hefeweizens. Um, so I'm going to give this a 3.93. I'm going to price is right here on that one just a little bit. <laughs> but we're off to a good start. Off to a good start. This is a very good beer. Uh, if, you, if you see it in the stores, if you're in Wisconsin, obviously, you can't get it anywhere else. Uh, give, give Bubbler a try. It's very good. Talk about only 4% ABV. Yeah, I've done a few times. Nice and light. Wow. It's a big contrast from what, what we got coming up next. <laughs> so, um, yeah, nice light start, uh, but this is definitely something something you could drink throughout the day if you're a fan of banana, but I think I think you're probably going to enjoy two at the most. Yeah. Alrighty, Rob, any last notes here on Bubbler? That's it for me. All right, let's change tapes, and we'll be back with Scream IPA. After these messages. <laughs> All right, here we go. We are back with our next beer. It what is, beer is it? Scream IPA. Ah. <laughs> uh, did you hear those? Scream came out of nowhere. Wow. Uh, you really sound like you're in danger there. It did. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you're if if you're in danger, you know you have to you have to scream as loud as you can. Ah. <laughs> uh, Let's go ahead and read the description here. Scream pierces reality effortlessly, slicing our slicing our sky. He flies. Oh, it's a because it's an eagle. Uh, <clears throat> he flies over the brewery just as Abe circled over Wisconsin's eighth infantry during the Civil War. He calls us to something bigger. Scream boasts an inspirational eighty-five IBUs that reverberate clearly, cleanly through this uh, Imperial IPA. New Glarus Brewery grow, grown estate hops join other Wisconsin grown hops to dominate this brew from kettle boil to dry hopping. You hold a deceptively seductive original gravity of 20.9 degrees Play-Doh following, oh, this is a lot of science, following <laughs> the always 100% natural, naturally bottled condition fermentation. Luscious Wisconsin grown and malted barley along with English Maris Otter malt is the bold heart of this lustful sensory enchantment. Surrender is inevitable. So enjoy today. Ah. <laughs> they go all out for these descriptions. I they, mean, these are some of the longest descriptions that, I've seen for That's beers. like a freaking novel right yeah, there. I, that's probably the most I've read in like five years. <laughs> Kidding. I'm very well read. I was just going to say, we just read a book for this podcast. <laughs> You read a book. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, let's take a look at the bottle yes. here. It's a, uh, I mean, how would you describe this red? Is it kind of like a... It's, like much, a it's a much a lighter red, I feel. Like a race car red almost? Yeah, like a Lightning Queen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you don't really see that typically with like Nuclearis bottles. So these are, this and Strawberry Rhubarb are part of their Thumbprint series. Okay. Which are more limited releases. Sure. Um... So like this this one like when I 
when I went and saw this one, I knew this was... Well, I also got a free glass out of it, but uh, I knew this was one that like might not be back if it's gone. Yeah. So uh, I wanted to make sure I got it, and I don't see many IPAs from New Glarus. On the neck of the bottle, you see the thumbprint right on the uh, sticker on the it's bottle. It's actually my thumbprint. Really? <laughs> <laughs> and then it says Scream IIPA. I, I believe it's in... Imperial IPA. Yeah. That's the... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Not double, obviously. Aye. Right. Um, <laughs> but a very different uh, very different bottle. Very cool. Uh, yeah. Kind of like... Uh, kind of want to see more of these, like, uh, you know, um, small release uh, type of beers for, from Nuclear. So. Yeah. Well, you know, especially like, you know, it's like you and I both love Moon Man. We love yeah. Spotted Cow. Like, right. Like uh, Two Women. It's... Yep. There's a lot of really good ones, but yeah, like there's a lot that we haven't tried from New Glare, so right. certainly whenever I go to Wisconsin, I'm trying to look out for those. Yeah, absolutely. Well, um, I'll find out if I, I'm going to look out for this one, too. Yes. Uh, let's take a look at the beer. Uh, I mean, this is kind of your traditional IPA color. A little, a little hazy-ish. A little, little hazy. You can't really cloudy. see a lot through the uh, through the glass there. Or is your favorite word, opaque? Opaque. <laughs> Smell-wise, this is nice and citrusy. Yeah. I like this. But it's not like too overpowering. Um, it's you nice know, and subtle. Yeah, not what I would expect from an imperial IPA, but nine percent uh, ABV. So uh, caution. More than double what Bubbler was. Yeah. Uh, yes, <laughs> it's a lot. <laughs> uh, but Rob, there's only one way to find out. Cheers. Cheers. Oh, interesting. What do you think? Um, so it's like citrus right off the bat, but then it's like f- quickly followed by a strong hop taste. It's strong hop taste, and I feel like it also, like, you get like a little orange peel taste mm-hmm. on the back there, too. Like, uh, I mean, I don't drink many Manhattans, Enjoy. but like, is that the kind of taste, like, orange taste you get is like that orange peel from Manhattans, or is that a different? Uh, Manhattan is cherry. Uh, old fashioned. You're, you're thinking old, old fashioned. fashioned. See, I don't drink whiskey. That's, <laughs> that would make sense. Uh, yeah, because it's very slight, kind of like the, it's like the orange you get from the rim of the glass, right, I would say. Right. Um, I really like this, man. This is uh, really good, enjoyable. Right? Yeah, and I mean, at nine percent, this thing does not drink very heavily. No, and this is we're gonna slap it in big red letters, deceptively smooth. Uh, nine. Be careful with this one. You mind? Uh, you want a little? You want a little, yeah, little, want a little, 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 little top off? Little yeah, I want a top off. I got you. I got you. Tell you what, I got two others. You can have more. You're not driving anywhere. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, and there's a reason why this is sold in the four pack. Just yes. it's 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 very strong, but it, it it drinks incredibly smoothly. It's um, it's surprising. Like mm-hmm. just because I've never seen New Glarus do an IPA. No, this is the first time I've ever seen any kind of like IPA. Right. Or, um, I I was kind of expecting some somewhere along the same lines as like maybe a little extra Moon Man type sure. of taste. Yeah. Very different. Very different. And I think that I think that orange taste, like, it, like, because orange is the optimal citrus taste in this. Like, yes, yeah. um, I think that kind of helps, like, put it against the pack of like really anything I've had from Nuclearis. Yeah, I mean, it. I'm even trying to think like what it kind of reminds me of, um, like comparing to another beer. But I mean, it just very bold hop, hop right. taste. Like you said, followed by citrus citrusness, really kind of. Like just balances out very well for an imperial IPA. It does. Um, yeah, I mean, like you would probably have to compare it against like a hazy or something like that to really get 
And even then, it's it's a hard. It's not hard even one a to, hazy because right, I feel like a hazy, you get more like tartness right. or like, uh, um, you know, kind of that creamy mouthfeel. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think there really is. It's just more citrus taste. Yeah, I, I mean, kind of like if a like anti like an antihero type IPA, like more bitter one. Yeah. Threw some fruit in there. That's probably how that's how it drinks mouthfeel wise, and just how it tastes. I'm gonna find it. What are you finding? Uh, I think it was the Three Floyds beer that it kind of... Maybe it was Barbarian Haze. That's what it kind of reminds me of a little bit. Um, Barbarian Haze. Yeah. It it reminds me of, like, that just hop, that bold hoppiness that that Three Floyds introduces into their beers. Interesting. I like it. Rob, if you had a food pairing for Scream IPA, what would you, uh... What would you choose? I think because of the citrusness, uh, I could. Uh, I know you're not going to like this food pairing, but I, I feel like I kind of want to go fish with this, uh, just because I. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, sorry. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I, you know, I kind of like maybe going to salmon on this. Uh, yeah. I feel like you kind of need something, uh, you know, to kind of uh, balance out this beer enough food to kind of soak it up, um, and, and I feel like you. You know, I always like a little fresh lemon on, on my salmon. I feel like that would that would go perfectly with this. Okay, I like that. Uh, give me a big old basket of onion rings. Yeah, for I this. Uh, you know, again, like nine percent. You're gonna you're gonna want like fried something that's just gonna absorb this yeah. alcohol. Uh, and you know, especially with IPAs, like I'm big. I'm a big like appetizer guy. Yeah. Like just because the, the taste is strong, so. Outside of like a fish that really does pair well with fruits and stuff yeah, like that, yeah, just compliments. Yeah, maybe it, you could probably do chicken with it, but like yep. if you're doing a red meat, I don't think it's really gonna work well together. No, it's you can maybe do a pork chop, but yeah, uh, I mean, I definitely wouldn't do red meat with this. No, no, I wouldn't do a burger. I wouldn't do anything. But no. you know, give me a plate of onion rings or whatever fried food you'd like, fried pickles, fried zucchini, whatever you'd like to do. Yeah, uh, we'll we'll throw that in there. I think they would pair really well together. Yeah, I like that. And then time of year wise, um, I mean, I don't, I don't think I could drink this in the summer just because of the high ABV. No, uh, it is smooth, but it's not refreshing smooth. Yeah. Um, I would probably lean towards fall, probably even more into winter. Okay. Um, like I think this is going to give you that more warm feeling inside, especially with the higher ABV. So I'm going to go winter. I'm going to go spring actually. Uh, I know I'm going back to back springs. Back to back springs. Back to back springs. Uh, just because of uh, you know the high ABV, you know yeah. it's still going to be a little cool out. So um, you know it's still like an appropriate time to kind of drink a heavier type beer. Yeah. But you had that citrusness to kind of back it up. That kind of reminds you of those warmer days to come. True. I could I could certainly see that. Yeah, I like that. Um, score wise on this, I'll, I'll kick us off. I really like this one. Yeah. I liked it the first time I drank it. It's even better a second time. Probably is going to be a hard one to find on tap. Yeah, um, unless you actually go to the brewery, it's, it's right. going to be tough to and find. And that's, that's a bit more of a hike than yeah. hopping off Unless on you're the, up in the area. Yeah. Uh, if you are, <laughs> uh, pay attention to the hours, because the hours are very strange. Oh, that's right. You went... I, Someone dropped something. Uh, I, I tried going, uh, and they closed at like 4 o'clock on a Thursday. It was very strange. 4 o'clock on a Thursday? Yeah, what? It was very strange. Let's drink a clock. Yeah. Um, That's when happy hour starts. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, 
But I, I really like this one. With the high ABV, like, I wouldn't recommend drinking a lot unless yeah. you are just staying in for the night. Yeah, uh, and I think absolutely. this is, I think this is a good like you, if you got a four pack, you're gonna want you're just gonna sit back, watch some you know maybe it's like a sports night, like just watch a couple games on a Friday night or something like that. Yeah. Uh, but I think it is an old reliable in my opinion. I would yeah. if I saw this again, I would get another four pack. Um, so I'm gonna go just on that cusp, four point oh five. Okay, on the scale here. Gonna be right there. I mean, real close. Obviously, I, I definitely want to try this on tap. Um, we'll see if I ever get a chance to. Uh, I'm gonna go a little higher. Four point one two. Four point one two. All right. Price is right at me. Like More than price is right at me. Like it. Yeah. Very good beer. Um, if you if you've never had it before, we would certainly recommend yes. Scream IPA. Uh, anything else on Scream? Ah. Give me your Scream. Ah, <laughs> I think that's just a good way we're going to change the tapes. After these, oh, nope, doesn't work. You didn't say it. I did. I said we're going to Well, you didn't tapes. say it. We'll be back. Okay. All righty, here we go. We are back with New Glarus's Fat Squirrel. It is a nut brown ale. Uh, did you know Rob Fat Squirrel was my nickname in elementary school? No, it wasn't. <laughs> Because he used to dress up as a squirrel a lot. I was there. I don't different, remember Different, Different elementary school. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I will go ahead and pour this one if you'd like to hand me both your glass and the bottle opener. Yes, sir. Thank you. One deceptively spring-like winter day, brewmaster Dan walked home from the brewery, sat down to dinner, and said, Boy, there are some fat squirrels out there. They're running all over the place. I think I should brew a fat squirrel nut brown ale. I, that can't be word for word. Anyways, uh, Deb agreed, and so another beer legend was born. 100% Wisconsin malt of six different varieties impart the natural toasted color to this bottle condition unfiltered ale. Clean hazelnut notes result from these carefully chosen barley malts. Hops from Slovenia, Bavaria, and the Pacific Northwest give Fat Squirrel, it's backbone. When the going gets tough, remember to relax a moment and enjoy the Fat Squirrel in your neighborhood. Me. Like uh, <laughs> uh, a bottle, very simple. You just got a Fat Squirrel yeah, hanging out is, with his um, nuts. I feel like this is the one beer that's like one of their, you know, one of their staples that I, I've seen in grocery stores anytime I'm up in wisconsin but i, I just never grab it never, it's, yeah. just, it's just never my go-to so this I'm it's usually really when you see it this. it's not the season for it right um but this seemed like the kind of the perfect season for it uh if you scroll down a little bit what is the five five point eight percent so pretty light for a, a brown ale yeah um kind of in brown ale terms also a much lighter look like you kind of get that more caramel look to it yeah it's almost uh, like an amber seafood. lager or yeah. a vienna style lager yeah um you get like a very, it's very, very faint. faint, yeah, it's like roasty, little malt, like malty smell, malty smell, but uh, it's maybe it, a little slight sweetness, but it, it's very faint. Yeah, compared to the last two beers we've had, very faint smell, um, but that that's why we always say on the show, smells one thing, taste is another, and there's only one way to find out. Cheers, cheers. All right, I gotta try this again. This is uh, throwing me off. 
Um, I, I mean, taste-wise, it is incredibly... It, it, it takes a little while to... I was just going to say, like, why am I not get getting it? Like, that's and exactly you, why I think you start another... to get that kind of, like, roasty... Not coffee taste, but... I guess probably more roasted nut taste than anything else. You get that nut taste? <laughs> Careful. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's kind of a, kind of reminds me of a like if uh, if they made a Vienna Lager, but a light version of it. That's the kind of taste I'm. Getting it is. It is definitely lighter than like a like a. Lighter mouthfeel and lighter taste. Right, like similar taste profile, but just very light, like like a diet version. Oh, okay. You know That's what I mean? Yeah, I can definitely, I can definitely see that. Um, you know, d- plenty of malt, or I shouldn't say plenty. Like I said, it's lighter. Uh, but you know, there is that maltiness that's there, but it's I guess it's more reserved, pulled back, and it's mm-hmm. just, I guess, more clean. Yeah, I would, I would definitely say clean. Just it, you know. Especially with like a lot of brown ales, like you get like a lot, like it, it's one definitely more thicker of a taste in yeah. my opinion. Not too thick; it's not like a stout thick. But um, we're getting real close with nut and thick here. Um, <laughs> but it, yeah, I think clean. I think clean's a good good way to say. Yeah, it. I I kind of want more of it. Like I I want more. Well, yeah, I'll, I'll take another pour. But no, I want more of this taste, and I feel like it's it just, does feel like it's like pulling a punch somewhere. Yeah, it's like, like, it's like it's. It couldn't decide if it wanted to go all in or not. Yeah, like it's. And I think maybe it has to do a little bit with it was made during like an unseasonably warm time. Sure. So, and I think they were maybe wanting to get a beer that's going to be more. Not just winter. Like, right. it can be drank in the fall. It can be drank in the spring. Uh, and if you're crazy, you can drink it in the summer. Uh, but certainly, like, other seasons other than fall, when it's maybe a little bit warmer, you, you're not going to be like, oh, boy, like, this is going to sit heavy for a while. Right, right. Maybe. I also wonder if it, you know, I mean, how much better is it going to be on tap? Like how much more flavor profile are you? Getting I don't think that? we're getting a lot of flavor. I think it, I think it's subtlety is kind of its selling point. I see what you're saying. Yeah, interesting. Very. And it's not really the thing for me, but I guess food a food pairing. I mean, what I'm kind of thinking already, just because there is that kind of maltiness, I feel like something like a giant pretzel would go perfect with it. Yeah, yeah, I could definitely see that. Um, yeah, you're not gonna really. It's gonna be hard to like just because of like that like very subtle roasty taste. There's yeah. kind of pigeonholes you into kind of pretzel or if you want to go like sh- you know schnitzel or whatever the you yeah. know whatever German food that you're gonna kind of eat. Yeah, that's probably gonna be the wheelhouse for you. Right, and I I also kind of wonder if maybe you went if you went like dessert wise, would you if you would do like a pumpkin pie to kind of try to pull out any kind of like. Um, maybe that pe- would pull out I would say maybe nut probably pecan more than anything else. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, uh, like pecan would probably anything be a good more pairing. nutty than uh, you know maybe like a do like a chocolate turtle or something like with yeah. like cashews or uh, pecans or something like that. I like that more. Um, yeah, I, I, I would I would definitely go with that. Yeah, for sure. A couple desserts on the show. Look at yeah, this. Look at us. Um, time of year, Rob. What are you What are you choosing? I mean, I guess it's got to be fall time, right? Uh, I mean, it's it's definitely 
It's just such a weird, like, I feel like it's such a weird beer because I think I was hoping for a little more warmth with it. Yeah. But, um, you know, not all brown ales are made that way. Uh, but, yeah, I, I guess just fall time because it is a brown ale. Yeah, yeah, I don't know if I could fully do winter. It's not going to be one that's going to warm me up no. as much. Yeah, no. I would, I'd probably lean fall as well. Yeah. And early spring when it's uh, still, a little, you know, still jacket weather. Sure. Um, but, yeah. Score-wise here, yeah, like we said, I, I don't think we're going to get a whole lot more on the, uh, like, when it's on tap. It's just, it's missing, I, I don't know, it's not that it's missing something, it's missing what it... It's just pulling it, back a little yeah, bit. Yeah, it's pulling its punches, like you said earlier. Um, uh, for me, I'm I'm probably going to go, oh, no, I, mm, I'm going to rate on the cusp of one and done, not that great, one and done, would get again, would get again. Because I would try it again. I mean, if it presented the opportunity to try it on tap, or if up in Wisconsin where it's a little cold out, uh, I might try it again. I'll go I'll go 3.08 here. Yeah. Um, it's tough. Definitely not going to search I probably, it out. I probably wouldn't search it out. I probably wouldn't get it again. I'm not a brown nail guy to begin with. Uh, I'm going to go with 2.87. It's all right. It, it, I, think, I think it needs, like, a little bit more punch to it. It needs more oomph. Yeah. Does, just doesn't have the oomph. It doesn't. That's okay, though. Not every beer has to. But you know it does have the oomph, Rob. What a does? A great haircut. Really? Yeah. And you know where you can get a great haircut? I did get a great haircut recently. Where'd you go? I went to Elevate Salon in downtown LaGrange. Oh, that was a different barber, though. <laughs> no. no, of course, Elevate Salon, they are a proud sponsor of De Beer Bros. Yeah. Uh, and they do a fantastic job. Rob, tell us about your experience. Oh, yeah. Uh for those who don't know, Joe and I had a couple weddings uh, a couple weekends ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, the day before the wedding, I went there to go get my hair cut. Had a great conversation with my guy Candido. Best. He gave me. I I just I sat down. I said, I got a wedding coming up. Do whatever you want. Yep. He gave me a great cut. He was telling me what he was doing. He kind of showed me some new products to use in my hair. Gave me some new Ooh. stuff to try out. It's working great. I'm wearing a hat right now, so you can't see it, but I can see it. <laughs> uh, but Elevate Salon, downtown LaGrange, that's the place to go to. Ask for Candido and then tell them the beer bro sent you. Yep, and of course, the fall special is still going on. You only got a little bit of time left. I remember that fall special is you're going to walk in, you're going to sit down, you're going to get yourself a haircut, you're going to wash your hair, you're going you're gonna to pay full price, <laughs> and then you're going to leave. And that's our fall special. Uh, just let them know. The fall of falling hairs. Well, the fall of falling hairs. Let them know. Beer Bros sent you. Uh, let's go ahead and change tapes and get to our final beer after these of the messages. Evening. You screwed that one up. Yeah, I did. Alrighty, we are on to our final beer of the evening. It is Strawberry Rhubarb, a Wisconsin fruit ale. Uh, if you want to go ahead and crack that bad boy open. Teased from the loom by the kiss of the sun. Mom's strawberry rhubarb delights are the happy memories of childhood. Have you ever had rhubarb? Uh, like I strawberry don't, I don't, rhubarb? I don't know what rhubarb is. Remember they had the 312 rhubarb? Yeah, but... I, on the show. I know, but I don't know what rhubarb is. That's what I'm saying. 
Anyway. Yeah, uh, actually. <laughs> Diploma Master Brewer Dan employed juicy sweet strawberries to tame the barbaric wild tart fermentation of rhubarb. Escaped from the far corners of neighboring yards, local rhubarb was incorporated into the wild sour fermentation to create this drinkable dream. Bright, sour, and effervescent. 4% ABV, so we've, we've come full circle. It's going to be interesting. I'm very curious about that because I've had... Uh, they had made like a cherry version style of like this fruit fruit beer. Yeah, they've done. And a few. Uh, it was not very good. Uh, it kind of tasted like you know like medicine, cold medicine growing up. Cherry flavored beverages are very hard. It's hard to do. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I'm very curious how this is going to be. I feel like it's going to be a hit or miss for me. Well, it is fruit, so. It's true. Um. I mean, very similar to Scream IPA. You got the red label on this. It's part of the Bumper series, uh, and then you get like the the big strawberry. It yeah. kind of looks like a like if a like a pie shop sign. Oh yeah, like the strawberry, I like, like that, like Ma's pies, and then her her favorite her famous strawberry rhubarb pie. Um, and that, that's the only time I'm ever going to do that voice on the show. Uh. <laughs> uh Smell wise, this thing is a strong smell. Whoa. Delicious. I love. I love strawberries. I it mean, smells like strawberries and cream. I was gonna say strawberry jam, but okay. probably pretty much the same thing. Yeah, um, yeah, like a strawberry shortcake. A little bit, yeah, or just yeah, just kind of like a like a pureed strawberry. Yeah. Strawberry yogurt. I mean, pretty much anything strawberry. Strawberries. So. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, and then I mean, color wise, this is. Like very as red. red as it can get. Uh, yeah, like, almost like a like a strawberry wine type of look to it. Yeah, yeah, uh, for sure. But Rob smells one thing, tastes is another. Only There's one way to find out. Cheers, cheers. Hmm. Interesting. So, something that I picked up on. I'm gonna drink this the first time. It's not like super out there, but. It kind of has like a little, like a very subtle, smoky taste to it. Interesting. It's like a like a tart, smoke, sweet taste. It's very interesting. Huh. That's what I pick up at least. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not picking up that, but um, it is. I mean, it is full flavored strawberry. That's for sure. Yeah. Uh, Are you I, a strawberry guy? I love strawberries. strawberries I'm a big strawberry guy. I'm a big berry guy. How many strawberries? Do you think you could eat in one sitting? <laughs> Probably 25, 30. That's, uh, that's about average. Yeah. yeah. I, I can do, I can do like 31. <laughs> going to price is right beyond this. Not just scoring, just, but he's going to price is right beyond his own question to me. Yeah. I mean, I'm allergic to him, but, you know, it's... it's <laughs> And I mean, your face is going to be so swollen, you're going to have a like hard a time like, getting it in your mouth. It'll be like, my face will be like a strawberry. Um, I'm kidding. I, if you're allergic to strawberries, I'm sorry. To you. Um, but no, I, I, yeah, I, I like a like, strawberry-flavored drink, too. Yeah. Like, I, I think that I think strawberry is a, one that works really well in a drink form that isn't like a juice. I, I, I definitely like it more than the cherry one. Uh, I you know obviously your mileage mileage is going to vary on this. Yeah. I, I think you know um, this is not one I can drink more than it is. probably two, but probably one is the yeah most for me it's probably one, but it's still enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Like I, I really like Very this good. as a 
like even a dessert style beer. Yeah. I do get a little creaminess on the aftertaste actually. Um, so, uh, it's it's a lot more enjoyable than I thought it would be. Absolutely. And uh, only four percent. Only four percent. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Very very light. Um, which I think that, that you know I think a lot of fruit beers like that that is kind of the the mo like you're going more for taste than you are for yeah uh, getting drunk I suppose. Uh, but yeah, very very tasty. Yeah, and if I were if I were to pair this with something, go with Jello. Jello, interesting. Just, like like Jello with a little Cool Whip on yeah. there. Like I feel like it just go really well together. Okay. You don't normally eat Jello with beer, but right, right, right. You know. Um. I know they don't really do. I, I'm going to keep on the dessert trail. Actually, kind of uh, you know keeping on from uh, previous food pairings, mm-hmm. but. I feel like it's got to be. I I know they don't make strawberry pie. I know that's not a thing. <laughs> so, they make strawberry rhubarb pie. I guess I could do that, but that's too obvious. So I'll do some kind of other berry that some kind of a, like tartness that'll kind of like complement okay. yeah, complement that. So I'll do like I feel like a blueberry pie would would go well with it. I like that. Um, or any like a black. I, no, they don't make blackberry. Blueberry. Pie. Uh, you already said blueberry. Did, uh, maybe they make blackberry pie. Maybe we'll look it up. Cranberry pie? Nope. No. That's just cranberries. I don't think that'd be good. <laughs> Let's go blueberry pie. Blueberry pie. I feel blueberry like pie. some. you need some kind of berry. It yeah. has to be a berry type pie. So I think that would go well with it just because that tartness will pair nicely. I like it. And time of year wise, Rob, what are you, what are you, what are you enjoying this? When, when are you doing fall time? I'm going to do it actually like to kind of pair if, you know, if there's some kind of like berry um, type of dessert. You know, after Thanksgiving, I'll pair it then. Yeah. So I'm going to go fall. Like, little, or you could even do like a bowl of, like, you know, like you do like a bowl of like blueberries and Ooh. blackberries with like a little Cool Whip on top. Yes. Like, okay. Yeah. That's exactly what I was thinking. A little whipped cream. Yeah. A little, or whipped cream, a little strawberry whipped cream. Whatever whipped you cream. want to do. Yeah. A little, uh, what do they call that? Aphrodisiac? Oh. Right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> putting the moves on. Okay. Um,. <laughs> I'm going to go with summer on this. Like, I, I think this is just a very, like, it's not, like, super, super refreshing. Yeah. But it's just very enjoyable. It's like, it, like you know, like, during the day, like, maybe it's, like, a 2 o'clock, you're just hanging out on the patio beer. Like, it's not too hot. It's just a nice, nice crisp okay. day. going to go with that. Okay. Really, really work well together. And then scoring-wise, Rob, what, uh, what are you scoring strawberry rhubarb here? So, I don't know if I... I I might try it again. I, I, but it, I mean, it's definitely a one and done. Yeah. I mean, it's. I I probably want to put it actually maybe slightly lower than the brown ale, just because I would probably go back to the brown ale before this, just because it it's a lot of flavor. It's a lot to take on, especially if you're drinking a full beer of it. Um, so I'm gonna go right at a three point oh five. Three point oh five. Um, I like this one. I, it's certainly a one and done. Um, I would love to get this again. Um, so I'm going to go three point, I'm just going to go right at it. 3.5. Okay. Uh, really good beer. Uh, I would, I would like to try it on tap, but I don't think it's going to get any better than it is right now. Um, but it's, it's just, a, it's a very good beer. It's just, yeah, you're, yeah. you're really only going to want to drink one of these. Yeah. Um, it's, it's not something I would get every time I go. Right. But. If I saw it and I was like, oh, you know, I'm looking for a nice little taste of that. Yeah, let's go ahead and get it. So that 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 would be that. But some really good beers here. New Glarus does it again. Yeah. They don't miss. 
They don't miss. They don't miss. Even with Fat Squirrel, they didn't really miss. No. Um, but I, yeah. I mean, anything higher than a 2.5, it's good on it's my good, yeah. good in my book. It's, yeah. We didn't have to slog through it. Yeah. So. Um, and and the fact the, cool. the fact that you said you like you give a three to a to a fruit beer, yeah, like that's like a like a stout, like a stout grade curve for me. That's like a four. That's true. So it is true. That's a win. That's yeah. a win, New Glarus. If you're listening, <laughs> it's a win. And give us free beer. Um, and make sure yes, you're, please make sure you get the fall special from Elevate Salon. <laughs> All right, Rob. Any last notes here on any of these New Glarus beers? Uh, I don't think so. I'm just I'm I'm glad you picked off the beaten bath. Stuff yeah. for the you know for the most part, um, uh, very interesting choices, very solid choices. Yeah, nice job, Joe. You really mean that? <laughs> uh, thank you. Yeah, uh, I'm certain there will be a part four coming of Dougal. Oh, probably. <laughs> probably. Uh, so might be a part five too. Probably so, we'll six, see. seven, it, once a year. Um, <laughs> but yeah, very good beers. Yeah. If you've never been to New Glarus, well, figure or not been. If you've never had any New Glarus beers, uh, go, to, go to Wisconsin, figure it out. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, very good beers. Uh, we will be right back with after. a nice long in other beer news. Yeah, after these messages. Beep. And we're back. Uh, what was that? It's from an SNL. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> Rob, we have another beer news. It's been a while, so we've got we a lot to recap. Lot Rob, you have been news. one busy bee. I have been. Um, so I went to a... Sh- uh, event at the Chicago History Museum. Mm-hmm. I actually uh, became a member of it recently, and uh, it was become, oh the History Museum. Yes, oh. yeah, you have to be a member to kind of attend some of their events. Um, obviously, you can go into the building as well and see the history of Chicago. But uh, they had a history of Chicago pubs mm-hmm. with Revolution there to sample some of their beers. Uh, unfortunately, it was. Did you a tell l- them I say hi? I did. Did they say hi back? No, they were like, who? We're still quarreling then. Yeah. Uh, it was a lot of their kind of, um, you know, basic basic stuff for the most part. I was kind of hoping to get some of the Death Series stuff, but they didn't really have that. I believe it just came out. Yeah, it did. Uh, but, you know, it was Anti-Hero, uh, Fist City. So it's a bad thing. It's, it's not a bad thing. <laughs> I did learn, though, that, and I do need to look out for it next time I'm at a liquor store. Uh the imperial imperial antihero yeah. is very small batch. Like, oh, is it very yeah, small? Oh, okay, that's what the guy said. I did ask him about that. He said, "If you see it on the shelf, grab it because it's it's gone." Oof, well, it was very good, so they should make more of it. I'm gonna have to grab some, but uh, very cool. I, I it was a really cool type of presentation. There were a couple different authors there. I do have I have one of the ladies' books that I just have yet to read it's about the history of uh chicago pubs i got to meet liz garibay who is uh known as the founder of the chicago bruseum which is very new it's the chicago craft beer museum and they do a bunch of different events with uh, a lot of different people in the craft beer community um it's something i'm i'm gonna take a look more into maybe it's something that we could attend one that one of their events and kind of meet some people yes would be very cool um I think it's Liz Gar- at Liz Garibay Shy is her Twitter handle. Don't quote me. I'll try to find that later. Quote him. <laughs> uh, but it, very cool event. Uh, after that, uh, they mentioned that Twin Acres is one of like the oldest bars in Chicago. Um, and it's where they shot um... where they shot part of the Dark Knight, uh, where uh, Harvey Dent uh, shoots Wurtz. Wurtz. Yes. 
uh it, very cool i you know they got pictures on the wall like showing that also some of the best ribs in the city you'll ever have really good you guys be the judge of that <laughs> uh but it was their 90th anniversary as well you gotta uh if you uh all you had to do for your first beer was pay five dollars the beer is free and you get the the pint glass for free or you get the pint glass so I'm you're paying gonna, for the pint glass i'm not gonna lose money on this no. um so i think i had from dovetail i had their hellas lager because it was on tap that's a great beer uh, and then going from there, uh, I went to uh, Temperance Brewing's Barrel Age Stout event. I got, got a little invite from that over Twitter. It was a great time. It was uh, uh, it was for their Might Meets Right series. Uh, my favorite was the La Presa, which is supposed to be like a Mexican hot chocolate, Ooh. like Barrel Age Stout. Very, very good. Um, you know, you like chocolate. your favorite was something with coconut in it. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I'll right. get there. But uh, La Sorpresa was a like a uh, cinnamon chocolate beer with uh, like chili peppers to back it up. So it was a little spicy. Ooh, cool. Um, but yeah, I was I was shocked by this one. Uh, oh, it's a different. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to spoil. I thought <laughs> I thought it was a part of the last. No, that's oh, my that's my oh, beat. Okay. That's my beat. Uh, their other one was a co- coconut coffee stout. I was actually shocked how much I liked this one because I don't like coconut, as Joe has just mentioned. Uh, but there was, I feel like it had more coffee flavor to it. The coconut was more reserved. It was perfect for me. Um, also, a quick shout-out to Evanson Foodies. Uh, it was good to meet you guys at there as well. Follow them on Instagram. Sup. Uh, sup. I'm Joe. <laughs> Uh, after that, I had a little work trip to Cleveland. Uh, you know, I, I feel like, you know, Cleveland kind of gets a bad rap, but I did get, get a chance to kind of go to, go to some good restaurants, went to a, uh, went to a barbecue place where I tried pig's ears. Isn't that a dog treat? You would think, but these were like coated in some kind of mustard sauce. They were kind of like candied bacon, maybe not up your alley, You lost, but, oh man. They were phenomenal. Uh, also went to this place called Butcher and the Brew, which is a place that... I feel like I've heard of this. I, it might be a chain. I could be wrong, but it's a tapas-style brewery, meaning it's a restaurant. They do every... All the food is tapas-style, you know, small plates and such. Yeah. Um, shout out to the uh, Brussels sprouts. Those were probably my favorite. I do love Brussels sprouts. Uh, amongst other stuff, they had, like, little corn dogs on a stick, like mini corn dogs. Those were phenomenal. Ooh. You dip them in a little spicy mustard. It was yeah. really good. Okay. But uh, okay. they make their own beer. I had a weird beer. It was called an albino stout. Albino stout. Yeah. Uh, and it was nitroed. So, it, I mean, when it's an albino, albino stout, I really, I didn't think about it too much until yeah. I actually got the beer and it's like as light as bubbler. Oh. In color. You know, albino. So. Al- <laughs> albino. <laughs> uh and then last but not least, I went to Alter Brewing this Saturday for a baby shower. Oh, how fun. Yeah. I didn't know the baby was old enough to drink. Right? I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't know either. <laughs> no, the baby wasn't born yet. Uh, it was kind of funny. The uh, the future dad-to-be was uh, his wife wanted to have a baby shower, and he had two conditions. One, we're not opening gifts because nobody likes that shit. And two... 
it has to be at a brewery. So it was at Alter Brewing. Shit, nice. Uh, uh, is this your first time in Alter? First time at Alter in St. Charles. Uh, I had Electric Eagles, Eagle Shark, which was a very boozy, very strong barrel-aged stout. And then uh, the one I really liked, though, was Sweta which is their oatmeal stout. Um, really solid, a little creamy, uh, very roasty. I mean, absolutely. Alter's also in Donner's Grove, right? I'm not. They have three locations. Okay, I was, I was, I was like, I was like, yeah, yeah. Oakbrook okay. as well now, or I don't know if that one's open, but St. Uh, Donner's Grove for sure. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Cool. Lots of cover. Uh, a lot of good, uh, a lot of good stuff going on. It was uh, a good couple of weeks. Quite busy, busy few weeks for very you. Very busy. Like it. Nice. And I know you have. Quite a few beers to share. Yes, you just scrolled past a few. Yeah, uh, my bad. <laughs> uh, yeah, so a couple weeks ago, I was in uh, Wisconsin for a wedding. I went to this uh, kind of like a. I'm trying. I'm trying to think of the like Illinois equivalent. Um, probably like uh, beer miscuous or not beer. Yeah, yeah. I think I think it's I think it's called beer miscuous. Uh, but it's like it. They just they just serve like just a bunch of craft beers around the place. They don't brew anything. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's big craft beer scene in Milwaukee. Uh, from Component Brewing, I had Analog Escape, a farm, farmhouse ale. Uh, very interesting flavor, like earthy backbone with a lemon finish. Okay. Uh, if you're if you're not a farmhouse fan probably won't like this beer rob sorry yeah. uh but you know if you're in the kind of like the funky stuff at brian i know you're a big one like this is a good one i like this one okay uh and then from 1840 brewing one in four ipa uh dank and hoppy very soft finish you know just kind of your typical run-of-the-mill uh ipa very 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 tasty uh and then from public craft brewing uh public educator a doppelbach probably my favorite from the weekend uh, caramely and malty with a roasty finish. Uh, pretty thick mouthfeel, too. Okay. Uh, there, there's your thick and nutty um, yeah. <laughs> thing. Uh, but it, it was very good. Uh, you know, it's, nuts. It's getting to Doppelbach uh, season. So, it is. Uh, this is a very good one. It was a rainy night, so it was perfect for it. And then Lowland Brewing Hollander IPA, a light and hoppy beer with a sweet taste to it. Uh, the sweetness kind of helped cut through some of that bitterness you usually get from IPAs. I would certainly recommend it. And then I was at uh, good old District Brewery Yards last weekend, uh, just sampling a bunch of beers. Uh, Rob, I think I, I think you got to try this one. You like the pistachio cream ale uh, Vera from yes, around the bend. So they had a variant on this called Cinnamon Vixen uh, cream ale. Surprisingly good beer. Um, the cinnamon really does not overpower anything. You do get that kind of sweet cinnamon taste, okay. but you still get that nice creaminess. You get that kind of... Pistachio, still that pistachio taste from it. Uh, Tim and I really liked it. Pecan pie or pumpkin pie with that one? Pecan pie for sure. Pecan uh, pie. Because, because it would really go well with kind of like the more like roasty flavors of yeah. it. Uh, but yeah, it was a really good beer. Okay. Uh, I, I was surprised by how Definitely much I liked it. Try that. Uh, then from Casa Humilde, uh, Medea Nora. Naranja? Naranja. Uh, uh, it's. English is my first language. Uh, <laughs> it was a pale ale. This one was also really good. Smooth and citrusy taste with a kind of a light hop finish to it. Okay. Uh, this was one that I could absolutely probably drink like three or four of those. Those nice. were really good. Uh, that citrusness really just helped balance everything out. Uh, some real good winners there. Possibly, uh, possibly an old reliable territory. I, I would say so. Yeah. Uh, like it, it, Probably my favorite I've had from Casa Humilde. I've had a lot of pretty good ones. Sure. Uh, but this one was just... Fantastic. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, Disappearance. They have a 
beer advent calendar coming out. Oh. It's $99, though, so. Is it worth it, though? It yeah. Worth it. You would have to go over there to pick it up. Uh, it's not the yeah, easiest place drive. to get to. I, I do drive <laughs> past it, but I'm probably not going to get it. Did you go to Hot Butcher as well? No. Uh, it, I was reading that it was quite busy, uh, and it was a little bit out of the way of where we were, so we didn't make it. But Hot Butcher is officially open now yeah. in Chicago at the old Half Acre Lincoln facility. Right. Uh, so if you are a fan of Hot Butcher, if you've never been, certainly go give it a try. I will try my best to make it out there at some point. Um, we'll do the same yeah. as well. Yeah, I would love to try a lot of Hot Butcher beers on tap. Absolutely. So, yeah, I uh, couldn't get to it, but did go back to good old Cruz Blanca and got another Cali burrito. Ooh. Made everybody else try one too. They all loved it. So awesome. Um, but yeah, very good, very good, uh, very good adventure in the beer land this week. Nice for both of us. Liked it. Good stuff for yeah. Good all stuff around. all around. All around. Yeah. Um, and that'll do it. Yeah, we don't know what's coming up yet. We gotta um, discuss that. Yeah, we can, yeah we got uh you know holidays are coming up so we're we're coming up to the end of the year here. We right? are. We probably got. I would say four episodes left probably in probably. the in the chamber. We usually like to end by Christmas. So sure. uh, we will. We will discuss after off air, and uh, you guys will find out what our next show is next week when we when we record it. Yeah, that's how we do. Awesome, awesome, Rob. Anything else? I think that's it for me. Let's go ahead and close it out. As always, we invite you to try these beers along with us. Please do so responsibly. Do not drink and drive. And cheers, cheers. Play that funky music, white boy. That's the wrong one. <laughs> Technical difficulties, folks.